Cheerlisp is the high level uh, language that we use to write smart contracts with Cheer. It is uh, based on Lisp and it compiles down to a lower level language called CLVM, which is what runs on the blockchain. The higher level language Cheerlisp has a number of uh, useful tools and operators that aren't in the lower level language that make writing smart contracts a lot easier. Don't say nothing when I hit a curve. You set my tea like it's herbal. Watch it come back full circle. Knew this life was eternal when I hopped over hurdles i saw universal you see me with myself so had to listen man listen this thing right here wasn't given i'm whipping this to precision before you talk homie listen they love me for my ambition paper chase welcome matt and straya tell me a little bit about yourself so i guess i'll go first before i was working with chia i was a phd student with a with a keen interest in smart contracts Uh, I was keeping an eye on alternatives to proof of work and Cheer Cheer was on my radar for that and I I reached out to them asking if they needed um someone with some smart contract experience and uh they they took me on board and I've been writing smart contracts uh, for Cheer ever since. Uh I'll go next I guess. Uh so my journey towards Cheer started um uh, while I was working at the company called Open Garden. that company was building a decentralized mesh networking app uh, and it had quite a bit of uh, D- uh, bitorrent dna in it co-founders greg and stas uh, worked with bram at bitorrent and then vp of engineering also worked um, uh, there as well so uh, there was like quite a bit of intersection between my friend circle and bram and after few more jobs uh when um a few more startups um they introduced me um to Chia um and I started working here fantastic thank you guys thanks for that intro uh my next question is i'm i'm getting straight into it today uh, i've had my morning coffee what is chia lisp out there who are developers in india and elsewhere would love to know um chia lisp is the high level uh, language that we use to write smart contracts with chia it is uh, based on lisp and it compiles down to a lower level language called clvm which is what runs on the blockchain but the higher level language chia lisp has a number of Uh, useful tools and operators that aren't in the lower level language that make writing smart contracts a lot easier. So this is a smart contracting language basically for Chia. Uh, it's on-chain programming environment and what are some of the building blocks of it and uh, also I would like to know how sort of it differs from the other um, uh, like solidity how it differs from that and other big ones out there what what is the um key differentiation here so one one of the biggest differences that's sometimes not clear from the language um, you use to describe it say a smart contract language is that chialis and the clvm the the code actually exists inside of coins on chia so really you you're using it to program the money directly rather than creating a contract object which interacts with money a lot of the design decisions of chialisp and clvm are are built around that case of programming money that that is the the chief difference between chia and ethereum i suppose i guess it would be a really good um idea to um explain what the structure of a coin in chia is so the coin has uh some value uh, it has a parent id and then it has a puzzle hash and those three hash together give that coin an id uh and the puzzle hash is a hash of the puzzle that is used to unlock that coin in order to be spent 
Okay, so it, so it's it it has a completely different sort of building blocks, and uh, I was reading somewhere it said everything is a coin in Chia. Uh, what does that mean? Like every object is, is a coin, so it's slightly different from how Bitcoin is designed, right? It was a effort by Bram Bram and Gene were on the show uh, before, and. Uh, I guess brand set out to improve upon that, and uh, so so I came across the statement that says the everything is a uh, is a uh, object is a coin. There uh, would love to know a little more in depth about that, like how how is that possible, or how how what advantages that uh, gives. Yeah, so, so it's actually it's actually very similar to the Bitcoin, uh, with the key difference that it's actually a simplified state of things. Bitcoin has some uh, boundaries between transactions. Chia, everything is a coin and there's like no really, once the transaction gets included into the, into the block, uh, it's only a coin. Some coins have been spent and some have been created. What it allows is for great interoperability between uh, these coins and smart contracts can be written to use this feature to parallelize transactions and like build automatic market makers and all kind of fancy stuff that Ethereum does. The big difference so, would be um, the scripting language. Bitcoin script is very limited. Chialis is uh, a, a lot more uh, capable language. Got it. So yeah, it's uh, UTXO based. And uh, so that, that I always feel there are a lot many advantages of UTXO than the account based model. Any uh, comments on that, guys? Like, I, I don't, I know I don't want to compare, <laughs> uh, you know, but still, I uh, like a, a, a some slight comparison between like uh, what the EVM does and what uh, the uh, Chia virtual machine does would be great. So, um, the way that I like to think about it is in terms of trade offs. Um, Ethereum likes to call itself the world computer. And for for certain data-based applications, the Ethereum smart contract model does have some strengths. But the way that Chia puts coins as the primary object means that for use cases that involve money primarily and rules regarding money, Chia is very strong. And also for representations of tokens uh, and assets where a coin is a token or a coin is an asset. Uh, Cheer is also very strong at those as well. So um, I just, I think it's a case of trade-offs. Is security also, um, I mean, uh, just maybe this is too high level of a thing, but, uh, you know, things are more nuanced than that. This is a better security model uh, compared to, say, JavaScript-based. So, so Cheer is... Uh, Shell is prepared with UTXO model, avoids some of the problems that EVM would have with complex um, state and Turing complete language. And, and what I mean, for example, ex- execution in Shell is, is ephemeral. And once that coin is spent, new one is created, there's like no really state that's kept uh, from the previous execution. And when you, for example, try to spend like ERC-20 or equivalent colored coin in Chia, due to um, order of transaction, transactions mattering in, in EVM, uh, you cannot truly really deterministically predict what's going to be cost associated with it. Uh, in Chia, since you're spending only one coin and there's no ordering, you can always deterministically predict what's cost of that execution going to be. Got it. So it's, it's more uh, predictable as opposed to uh, something which is uh, more stateful like... Um 
Ethereum and people complain about. I think that's a separate. So this well, is the fees is, yeah. the fees is kind of funny. It's kind of related to this um, because you can't really predict what the costs are going to be. You always have to uh, have some buffer and overestimate your fees. And if everybody on the market does the same, um, the fee market is going to have pressure and the fee is going to go up. So from my understanding, and this is a pretty basic understanding of GLS, guys, um, just um, uh, please bear with me on this. So it is Turing complete, right? Uh, and also uh, does what it does with UTXO model. So I, I feel like it's quite unique uh, out there uh, because I've seen some projects which are not Turing complete on purpose. They, uh, they quote as uh, security being one reason. So do you guys think that's the approach taken by Chia? What advantages it has when having a Turing complete? Of course, it gives it more flexibility and more expressiveness. Anything else? Well, well, we'd really love, we're designed so that people can build things on top of Chia. We often joke and remind ourselves internally that Chia is a protocols company. Uh, and really, <laughs> we're designing systems that people can build on top of. And that that is part of the reason that we've designed it to be Turing complete, because Turing complete languages, you can build anything with them. Correct, correct. And, um, you know, Lisp uh, for uh, folks, um, you know, there's so many engineering folks in India and elsewhere, and they they definitely had a chance to know about Lisp. And I, in, in fact, I did in my engineering school uh, about this uh, uh, mythical language which AI researchers would use, and it had all these great properties, and it was functional and reduced side effects and all of that. And so... Um, so yeah, it's been always been my dream to learn it, but never got the time for it, which kind of brings me to uh, my next question is, so Chia Lisp is like, uh, it, it's it's more extension of the Lisp uh, in, in Chia environment. So people who are uh, in web, uh, standard web development and are JavaScript guys or backend node guys or Java environment, what would you say to them like for how can they make this transition into, I know for sure, like a lot of languages are becoming functional. I mean, they have aspects of both these days and any uh, tips on or any pointers to folks who are wanting to enter this uh, space yet uh, have their sort of day job, but at the same time experiment with this cool thing and build something cool. What would you recommend to them? Well, right now we have cheerlisp.com which is the hub for all of our documentation and tutorials and guides. And those are really targeting beginners. Um, and it's written for people who might not have any experience with Lisp before. It's recommended if you want to try out Cheerlisp to, to check that out. There are also YouTube videos that Matt uh, made and are pretty useful to understand how um, all of these things work together. Uh, I think I was trying to get at is uh, since you guys also came from the non-list sort of world, I'm, I'm assuming, how was the transition into a, uh, like a Lisp-like syntax? And uh, then I guess the learning curve is not as steep and everybody's different though, but just in, just in like in general. This is something I've been dedicating quite a bit of um, thought into is, is how to make it as easy as possible to to get on board with Chia and Chia Lisp. I find that, well, firstly, Lisp looks intimidating when you first sit down with it because there's a lot of parentheses and especially the compiled CLVM 
all of the operators are just one one letter long, um, and this can look scary. Right. Um, <laughs> if you get past that, um, like you say, a, a lot of the basic operators in Cheerlist are mathematical and familiar. So that I found that learning the language was not that hard. I think where people start hitting speed bumps is understanding where Cheerlist plugs into the broader Cheer blockchain ecosystem um, and understanding that that code runs inside of coins um, when they're spent. And this is covered in, in video documentation and in the documentation on Cheerlist. I think once you get over the initial fear of parentheses, um, that it's smoother than you might think. I, I was lucky to start um, learning Cheerlist after Matt wrote the first internal docs. So it, it wasn't as hard for me as for Matt, uh, but it's, it was still, uh, it, it took me like two weeks from going from like, oh my God, this is crazy to, oh my God, this is genius. And uh, you can actually write some pretty impossible things. So yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun, fun journey. And if you're thinking about learning it, give it a few days. So you, you guys mentioned, or Sir, you just mentioned uh, some of the impossible things that can be done in GLSP. And I, I would like to know, like, as to, like, if you have some concrete examples, uh, some of the things that can be done. I was reading and Bram's comments and I kind of follow him, stalk him on Twitter. And so I kind of know some of the wallet functionality. If you guys could elaborate on that, that there's a video that Matt made on YouTube, and that video explains how uh, enca encapsulation of Chialisp's program works. And for example, um, there's like an outer program and inner program. An outer program can enforce rules. For example, okay, this coin that is being spent is of this uh, color or asset ID. It, it's it's kind of enforcing the rules. It is a valid ERC20 of some address. The inner program can be pretty much anything. And by anything, it can be like, okay, in order to be spent, you need a signature uh, from math. Or in order to be spent, it, it needs two signatures. Or that inner contract can actually be like a payment channel implementation where, where you, you would literally open a payment channel on that particular coin. And once uh, we have an actual implementation of layer two payment channels, any colored coin is going to be capable of opening a payment channel to anybody. So adding to what Straya said with the um, sort of the depth that Cheerlist enables, I think that there's a lot of patterns of design that um, are going to show up as, as Chia um, gets more adopted and more people start playing with it. Uh, I think we're only really scratching the surface of what can be done, but if you look at the way things are heading, like Stryer says, the fact that puzzles can be nested is something that's getting a lot of people excited right now with the hackathon. And um, I think that nested programs are really going to set Cheer apart from uh, the other blockchains and the other smart contracts in the long run. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention there is a hackathon that's going on and you know it started on I I believe correct me if I'm wrong uh somewhere in August and it's still going on and I feel like there's a lot of interesting projects in there and you guys have the whole training session and I feel like you guys are doing it quite differently from the other projects uh, not to compare but uh, I feel like the training and um, and I was looking at the schedule one-on-ones and stuff and so 
really helping out the developer community. Could you guys uh, uh, talk a little more about Hackathon? Anything interesting, exciting you guys are seeing as far as application and unique things people can do on Chia that uh, are becomes really hard to do it in other platforms? Sure. Um, so uh, the, the Hackathon is not actually being run by Chia Network. It's being run by a company called Sirius Labs. Um, but we sort of agreed that we would do some more training, which we'd had, we had intended to do anyway, and it kind of worked out serendipitously. But the, the projects that we're seeing and the uh, the number of people who are showing interest in Cheerless has been a huge success. We actually had cross-chain DeFi with Ethereum uh, go successfully over the weekend, which is very exciting. And as well, it seems like every day we're, we're getting more and more people um, in the Keybase channel which is our public channel for Keybase is called Cheer Network Public Cheerlisp. If you want to ask questions, you should go there. And we're getting more and more people there every day and the community is learning from each other. And the hackathon has been really good for the, the Cheerlisp community. Um, one thing that I note, um, PG Polgram wrote an essay in early 2000s about Python and devs who are adopting Python being um, highly skilled it was just like an observation of people who uh, tend to adopt new things pretty quickly, tending to be pretty smart. And I'm kind of observing the same thing happening with Chialisp. It kind of acts, uh, it kind of acts like an early filter. So yeah, one, one thing that I wanted to note is uh, I'm, I'm, obser- I'm observing a pretty high level of engineering from the early Chialisp devs. I think it's very similar to to Paul Graham's essay about Python from the early 2000s, where uh, early adopters of a new programming language tending to be um, highly skilled. This is, uh, by the way, Paul Graham from uh, uh, Y Combinator fame. For folks uh, who, uh, who are not familiar with Paul Graham's work, please do read his essays about Lisp and uh, the future of programming in, in the next 100 years. He had a wonderful essay about it. Uh, oh, um- this particular uh, essay was about Python. It was like written in 2000, right when Python, Python was getting out. Thanks for correcting me there, Straya. Uh, yeah, I kind of uh, went on a tangent. Okay, guys, uh, what else? I think you guys talked about the tooling training and extensively you talk about it in your videos. And I, I highly recommend uh, Matt's videos that he has done. Actually, there were older videos also that I had looked up, uh, I think a year or a year or two ago when... I was getting into Chia and uh, I, I found that very interesting, uh, you know, the way you described colored coins, how colored coins work and, uh, you know, how wallet features, uh, what sort of what wallet features could be implemented in Chia. Uh, I would like to hear one more time from you, uh, Matt, as to like what sort of functionality the wallets uh, and I've heard Bram talk about it as well. Uh, but it's always interesting to uh, go back and kind of uh, relearn, uh, particularly for myself, as to you know what sort of features would be there where you could crawl back funds and uh, you could uh, uh, rate limit the wallets and uh, all that good stuff. So the wallet software is the primary function is that it keeps track of the coins that are yours and remembers some information about the state of the coins that are on the network. When designing applications for the blockchain, one thing that you should be conscious about, whatever blockchain you're using, is what information actually needs to be on the blockchain and and how can I make that as as minimal as possible. 
because in, uh, storing information and doing um, computation on the blockchain is, is expensive, especially compared to doing it on your computer. So the other use of the wallet really is offloading as much computation as possible. So for example, if you had a smart coin that was a game of chess, really you would just want to enforce the rules of the game and the current state uh, and then the the wallet would take care of remembering the state, letting users input moves and displaying information. Uh, the wallet acts as the gateway for users to interact with coins. Uh, this is another question that uh, uh, popped up and is the question is, so in India, you know, we have now, uh, uh, I feel like the institution adoption is going to come first. Uh, also, a lot of consumers are also adopting at their level, uh, but looks like SEBI, which is a, a regulatory body in I- India, is planning on having blockchain implemented 2020, 2022, I believe. And uh, so what what do you guys think, uh, Chia, how Chia can enable that uh, I was very pleased to know that uh, in Hackathon, Indian developers are like uh, after US developers, like they are like on the top there. So I would love to know what kind of um, institutional applications are possible with uh, with Shia. I think particularly in India, um, it's going to allow for liquidity of markets to outside investors. And, and what I mean by that is instead of like company going on and raising the money from uh, Indian VCs, uh, they could do an offering of a securitized shares on a blockchain where uh, they would get immediate liquidity. One example that I saw recently was uh, XYC founders. So maybe actually they are a YC company. It's called Wi-Fi Daba. Their goal is to provide internet service in Bangalore. And they just found a better way to to provide service instead of like digging the cables to the ground and pulling the fiber, uh, they have um, point-to-point equipment that uses lasers to transmit internet service over uh, large distances. And then from those uh, ground stations, they would uh, pull the cables uh, to actual users. And what they've done is they've split the Bangalore in, I think, 50 quadrants and then sold that to investors. So you would buy like one of the quadrants and you would get future revenue from Wi-Fi Daba providing service to the customers. And that allows them to, to grow much rapidly. They get uh, money upfront and, and just like scale very quickly. And now if they actually tokenized those like quadrants, they would have immediate liquidity for their investors and they would attract a lot more investors. And I actually talked to one of the founders recently. He, I think he was going that direction. So I'm uh, very optimistic about um, that company. Uh, yeah, I was uh, checking them out while you were speaking. And uh, yeah, that looks really interesting. Uh, laser powered internet. I think that's uh, definitely going to work in India uh, where we need high speed internet and uh, their approach is very novel. So it's great. They're, uh, they're thinking about doing something in those lines. So either uh, just pure tokenization of the quadrants um, or having some kind of smart contract that would track usage um from the users um, and uh, allow investors to buy an actual data that uh, those users are uh, using. So there are like few possible future scenarios where the company is going to head, but 
uh, currently they're like in very early stages of exploring uh, different routes. And uh, so guys, for like people who are like DeFi fans and NFT fans, uh, you know, uh, this is this question is for them is like, so I, I believe Bram has also mentioned it in the past that uh, uh, you could do NFT uh, stuff and like DeFi related stuff on, on Chia. Any projects that you guys see are promising ones? And um, um, personally, I'm very excited for NFTs on Chia. Uh, for the reasons that we we talked about earlier with with nested puzzles, because I think that you get much better uh, decentralization and much better ownership than current NFT imp- implementations, uh, and I think that Chia has a real potential to leapfrog ahead of basically everyone else with NFTs and Chia Lisp. Thanks for that. And yeah, I think uh, folks in NFT space would be really excited to hear that. As you said, decentralization, I always tell them like when I started, I, I did a little bit of uh, Chia mining is it grew to 500,000 users <laughs> or miners. And I, I think, is it close to a million now, guys? I, I'm not sure. But uh, last time I checked in the Explorer, but it's quite significant when... Yeah, it's been growing crazy and I have stopped uh, looking at the number. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I'm like, oh my God, the difficulty level is uh, is is off the off the chart. Awesome, guys. Uh, and uh, I think uh, I'm going to be wrapping up soon. And uh, just guys working in Chia, like you guys are probably distributed all over, right? I, I guess, Matt, you're in England, Treya somewhere. Um, I, I thought you were in the Bay Area, but it's uh, like, how, how do you find working uh, with Bram and team and Gene. I know they're, they're awesome. And in my books, they're like beyond geniuses. And, uh, you know, how, how do you guys uh, find working at Chia? Yeah, I, I used to work uh, um, in the Bay Area uh, in the office. And then when pandemic started, we uh, went all remote. And it wasn't that big of a change because we were already like half the company was already working remote. Uh, there were, yeah, actually, actually more than a half, like there would be like days where in the office, there would be like maybe four of us in the office and maybe like 20 employees total at that time. So going remote wasn't that big of a problem. I'm currently um, in Miami and then just like working with Bram and Gene is uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I find the people at Cheer to be the, the most brilliant people I've ever been around in my life. Um, uh, work, working, working with them is a genuine delight. Um, I had some experience working in the office um, before the pandemic, but I'd also done some time working remote. And um, when the pandemic hit, I just went full time working remote like everyone else. And uh, the the time zone difference, um, it's it's very well engineered. We've got people all over the world, so um, the meetings are sort of structured that no one no one really has to take like two a.m. calls. So it's it's very considerate. Uh, I think the most of the people are based in America, and that works well for me personally because America's behind, and I sort of I'm a night owl anyway. Yeah, it works out for you perfectly. <laughs> okay, guys, we are towards the end of the show. Thank you so much for coming on this show. For our audience want to know more about you guys and talk to you about development, where can we uh, they search for you? Not that they want to constantly stalk you, but just like for information or uh, where where you guys usually hang out. The key, the key base is perfect. Um, the cheerlist questions, uh, I've mentioned the cheerlist channel earlier, but we use Keybase for all communications. 
Got it. So at uh, Matt Howard, people can look for you and uh, in the development channel or something like that. And I think Stria, you're also there. So cool. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Stria on Keybase and uh, Yostra M on uh, Twitter. Wonderful, guys. Thank you so much. This was such a fun. And I hope to see you guys again next year uh, when Chia is into bigger and better things as well. Thanks for your time. Awesome. Thanks. So indie, indie. I so heard you. Don't say nothing when I hit a curve. You said my tea like it's herbal. Watch it come back full circle. Knew this life was eternal when I hopped over hurdles. I so universal. You see me with myself. Sad to listen, man. Listen, this thing right here wasn't given. I'm whipping this to precision before you talk, homie. Listen, they love me for my ambition. Paper chase, palm itching. I brag different. The flow ignorant. Got them hooked. They kept fishing. You pop. Victim, look how the plot be twisting. You lost flavor when you kept on mixing. That boy stayed icy with something that left you colorblind. Mind your own, don't come for mine. That other stuff be borderline. I'm on a different time, yo. You better get your watch fixed before the talk tick. I'm the one that they acknowledge. I move on quicker than flight mileage. Y'all stay pressed, I'm quite polished. You peep me with my flight garments. They see me.